Hi everyone and welcome to this podcast. Today we'll be learning about some of the most commonly used smart apps being used for diabetes management, what different options are out there and what they're able to do, some of the advantages and disadvantages of using them and some tips on discussing them with clients. I would like to introduce our guest today, who's Cecily Fogan. Cecily's nursing career began in the emergency department as a critical care nurse. The fast pace and the need for rapid response very much suited her personality. After a number of years in A&E, it was time for change. A strong interest in ketoacidosis turned her career towards diabetes education. Cecily then began working as a diabetes educator in 2007 in the private sector under the mentorship of an experienced CDE. Cecily then made the transition to a public teaching hospital to be part of a multidisciplinary team where she was able to provide broader health care for the client during acute phases of their condition. She then took a few years out to raise children and live in Singapore and on her return to diabetes education, Cecily chose to take a position at Austin Health and the Mercy Hospital for Women to once again be part of the multidisciplinary team. Acute diabetes illness has remained Cecily's preferred area and being able to educate and support clients using the latest diabetes technology with continuous glucose monitoring, insulin pumps, makes her position as a CDE very enjoyable. The learning pro- objectives for this part podcast are firstly to gain further understanding of the advantages and disadvantages of smart app use in diabetes management. Secondly, to gain knowledge of smart apps available, how to keep up with the technology and the features they offer. Thirdly, to gain further knowledge of how the use of technology such as smart apps is changing clinical practice. And finally, to gain awareness of ways to introduce the use of smart apps to clients. So hi, Cecily, how are you today? I'm really well, thank you, Jen. Great. Thank you for your time. And I understand you use smart apps quite regularly. And this is obviously an ever-changing and interesting area that I know our listeners are excited to hear about. So I guess I'd like to start with what's new uh, in terms of smart apps that are being widely used by health professionals at the moment, if you could tell us about that. Thank you. Um, Mobile phone apps and smart apps have certainly changed the way to support our clients with diabetes. There are a number of different apps available to download and they can help our clients in different ways. Today, I will chat about a few apps that I use on a daily basis. These have impacted how how I provide education to my clients. Blood glucose recording apps that can be colour-coded and have the ability to create PDF reports. There's Bowles Calculator apps. These assist with insulin calculations for meal and correction insulin doses. Continual glucose monitoring apps, where you can see the sensor glucose value, prediction, trending arrows, and a graph of your glucose values over the last 24 hours. Insulin Pump Simulator apps allow our clients to practice using this app before they actually receive the pump. Insulin pump apps can now be the link between retrieving data from your pump and creating a report for the healthcare team. So thanks for that, Cecily. I understand there are a few different apps that you use for different areas, as you've just mentioned. 
And I'm wondering if you'd mind explaining these and giving us a little detail about how they work and what functions they actually have. Sure, I can do that, Jan. Um, there are a number of um, apps that I will go into detail about now. The first one um, is actually my favourite. Um, it's the My Sugar app. It's linked to and the AccuCheck Guide blood glucose meter. It links via a wireless connection. The app is free to download and then free to use after you pair your guide meter to the app. Blood glucose targets for the high and low levels can be set, which activates a colour coding system, making it easy to identify problem areas that may need treatment changes. The BG value is automatically sent to the phone app immediately after it has been taken. It is a happy, interactive app that has creatures that you can become interactive, especially great for children. But those who don't want it, you can certainly turn that off. The best feature of this app, in my opinion, is the ability to send the report as a PDF to your healthcare team via email. No more blood, no more blood glucose record books that have blood drops or food scraps all over them. No more false blood glucose readings written in the book or record books that have been left at home when your appointment is on. The PDF can be emailed from the waiting room or during the consult. Another feature of the MySugar app is it can be set up to as a function as a bolus calculator advisor using the BG value. The client will need to be proficient with carbohydrate counting as the insulin dose is calculated on the amount of the carbohydrate that will be consumed. The calculations such as carbohydrate ratio, insulin correction factor, blood glucose target, active insulin time, these things need to be set um, after consultation with the treating doctor. The next uh, app is similar to the MySugar app um, in a way that it is a bolus calculator. It's called the MyLife app. MyLife app is just a bolus calculator app, so all the features previously mentioned will need to be set up. However, the bonus of this app is it can be manually enter the blood glucose value or a sensor glucose value into the app. So this app is useful for the clients that prefer to use a different glucose meter or are comfortable using the dose or are comfortable taking a dose of insulin from a sensor glucose value. Dexcom G5, G6 and the Freestyle Libre Link apps are the actual receiver to collect the data from the sensor or transmitter. The G6 system and the Libre Flash glucose sensor now have approval to dose insulin from the sensor glucose value and they no longer require routine blood glucose calibrations, significantly reducing the number of finger pricks blood glucose tests. These apps can now set low and high glucose alerts. The Dexcom app can notify the clients when the blood glucose levels are over target or when the glucose level is low or when a low glucose value is predicted. With all the glucose information now available to the clients on their mobile phone, treatment pathways can be taken that will improve overall glucose control and the day-to-day -day management of diabetes, hopefully, will become easier. Both apps feed information directly into software that can be accessed by clients or health professionals. The next app is the Tandem T-Simulator or the Medtronic 770G Simulator. These are, these are exactly what it says. They're simulating apps of the actual insulin pumps. Very beneficial for insulin pump training. Prior to starting a patient on an insulin pump, 
these simulators can be utilised during the training sessions and then also practised when they're taking the home. These will improve the confidence on the actual day prior of the pump start and they eliminate chance of errors from being unfamiliar of how the actual pump functions. The last one that I'll talk about is called the Minimed mobile app. This allows the latest Medtronic pump, the Minimed 770, to be uploaded from the app. A CareLink report is then created and sorted. This essentially removes the time-consuming task of uploading your device and the need to have a computer with the required software. Thanks, Cecily. That was a lot of really useful information. Thank you. Uh, you can certainly see there are a lot of advantages that would come out of using this kind of technology, and I'm wondering if you could tell us a little about those and if there are any disadvantages that you see. Sure, no problem, Jan. I'll start with the advantages. Um, the, the reports um, provide a very clear, concise and an easy way to interpret data. There's no more rifling through bloodstained record books. The data can be accessed from anywhere and at any time. Um, and hopefully with the information um, available, these clients can improve their self-management and become more involved in their diabetes care. Some disadvantages though, it is technology, so it does require a, a good connection. Um, technology isn't for everybody. Um, and sometimes there are issues with the phones of particular clients not being compatible to the products that they want to use. And sometimes the, um, the product works fine and then there is a up, up software update that becomes um, a bit of an issue in terms of not being able to run the app any longer. Thank you for that. How has this technology changed your ability to support patients? Well, firstly, there's been many changes in the way that we can support patients since COVID. Um, and this, these are all been positive changes. People who now are in remote areas or are unable to travel for to their appointments or they just not don't want to travel to their appointments in, in the inner city hospitals, they can now receive the same care that they were getting previously um, because we can review all the data and the levels via the downloads of the apps and also then have a consultation via telehealth. So this has been extremely beneficial just recently during the COVID lockdowns. Clients are able to see trends themselves um, and interpret the graphs shown to them through the apps. Great, thank you for that. And what about to the actual running of your clinic practice or clinics? Has the technology changed the way you run these in any way? It certainly has, Jan. At the Mercy Hospital um, in particular, it, uh, it certainly has the, the MySugar app we use for our type 2 clients who are pregnant. Um, and this has made it very, very uh, more efficient to be able to email the report through to our, to our email team. Um, and we can generate all these reports prior to the clinic starting. We can download pumps now before the patient even arrives in the waiting room. We can interpret the CGM reports before the patient even arrives in the hospital. These reports, so this then allows us a bit more time to spend really going through the data, sending it on to the, the treating endocrinologists so they can be more prepared prior to the appointment. So it does save time during the consultation. Um, so we're not there trying to work out the, the computer system and download their devices. Um, so I think the patients are getting more 
um, benefit time from us, more, more valuable time from us. Well, that's great. That's important in this day and age, isn't it? I'm just wondering, mm. um, do you have any tips for fellow CVEs on how to introduce patients to this technology? Technology isn't for all of our clients and, and some clients just need to keep writing their, their sugar levels down with the old-fashioned record books and a pen. First of all, you have to choose which clients will be suitable for, for which type of apps and whether it's going to cause them happiness or more stress. Um, before deciding if a new technology is going to work for my clients, I focus on the areas that that um, the patient has identified as a problem or it causes more stress for them. For example, if a patient is experiencing a number of overnight hypoglycemia episodes, um, then they will need a particular device that is going to send them some alerts. Um, if a patient is unwilling to prick their finger in public to check a blood glucose level, then they want something that's going to come on their phone, which is always in their hand or their pocket, so they can see what the glucose value is. Factoring those those problems in would be, be choosing which technology will suit the particular patient. Also comes down to what type of phone they have. Not all the phones are compatible with, with each app. So um, they may be wanting a particular device, um, but they'll have to upgrade a particular, their phone before that. Um, that is a, a, an option. Ongoing support is vital. It's not just about training the clients how to use the technology. It's providing them with ongoing support um, to interpret, to continually run these apps, um, to make to really make an impact on their diabetes management. Yes, uh, I, I can sympathise with those who are technologically inept. So <laughs> thank you for that. But And how do you keep up with the ever-changing technology as well? Because it is moving so fast these days. Yeah, technology certainly does change so fast. It does keep us on our toes. Um, but this can be exciting as well, um, as the advantages can and uh, as the advantages in the in the technology can impact our work as educators in a very positive way. When I hear of a new app, I download it, I set up an account, and I begin using it and learning the features that it can offer. Um, I also stay in touch with the with the representatives from each company, um, and that will help learn their product. Thank you for that, Cecily. I was just wondering if uh, I'd like to finish up by asking you uh, if you have any sort of key points or takeaway messages from today's podcast about uh, all the various smart apps that are available. Sure. Uh, some hot tips. Um, keep calm because technology can become frustrating. It doesn't always work, um, but when it does work, it's extremely beneficial. So the smart apps... Um, it keep, does keep us on our toes, so it is important to stay up to date. Um, the, this technology can greatly enhance our ability to provide diabetes care and improve efficiency in the running of clinics, including time management. It can also have a very positive impact on engaging clients in diabetes self-management. There are a number of different apps options, so it is important to discuss and trial what may be appropriate for your client's needs on individual circumstances. Thank you so much for your time today, Cecily. Thank you, Jan. And thank you to you, the listeners, for taking the time to listen to this podcast. To obtain CPD credit for it, please go to the ADA Learning Management System 
at learningadea.com.au and complete the feedback and evaluation. So until next time, it's goodbye. Thank you. Thank you.